Hello, everyone. Welcome to Universal Energy Radio and to the lowest effect. My name is Elisa. My name is Liz. Hello. Hey. How are you? I'm doing well. Yeah, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing okay. And <laughs> no, yeah. I'm do no. I'm I just can't stress enough the relief that I have that I'm really able to be present for my family after the show on uh, Tuesday. My son went to school, yay, and um, he called me again just to say, I'm so sorry, thank you for everything, I'm really trying, I could not have made it without, and I'm like, you don't, this is, I'm your mom, you don't need to thank me. So he's just finding um, his way. So I'm just glad that um, he's now maybe understanding why I've maintained my position mm-hmm. for so long or my consistency. I don't, I don't know, I, I, but I just cannot express the relief that I am just, physically able to just be present and to show up. So I am just so relieved and thankful to have a more flexible work schedule for the next month or so. Um, Actually, it's going to be less than that for the next few weeks. And then I am also relieved that I am keeping myself out of trouble. <laughs> so, uh, no, no, no. So those two bookends, that that makes for, you know, really being present as a mother. So I'm not being distracted uh, by being pulled away by uh, a job or being distracted by some deranged, uh, damaged man. So um, thank goodness. Yes. So happy about happy that you know what we're just where we need to be that's just that's just what it is we are really where we need to be and um just in that witness seat you know in that witness what i'm calling the witness protection program where we have to protect ourselves so we can be a witness to our lives Mm. so (laughs) yeah you know and it's interesting because in the witness protection program you get a whole new um, identity. Mm-hmm. So it's very interesting. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like what we uh, what we thought was our identity, we were protecting ourselves from something that really wasn't true. And as we're digging deep, and this has been now so much knocking on my door, um, doing my show, but that's okay. Okay, I just left. Okay, anyway, that was my older son. Um, but. Uh, feeling that we had to cling to our identity of origin, right? Mm -hmm. And now we're a witness to protect who we are emerging into, which is a different identity because it's one that is forged based on our growth, wisdom, understanding, and pain which are all essential components, not to remain in pain, but to use that pain as a tool in the contrast, we've got to protect ourselves. Mm. And I would say conservatively the last month, really longer than that, uh, it's been a really dark time. And depending on how you look at it, you're either going to use it for your greatest good or this a very serious shift or you're going to drown in the victimhood of it. It really depends on where you are, what you want to do with it, and there's a whole spectrum. So very interesting, very interesting time. And no matter who you speak to, they could be spiritually cognizant or not. It's pretty collective, Mm. The challenges that people are going through or just the, the 
reckoning that they're having having within themselves or just situations that are playing themselves out. So yeah, I'm pretty I'm very fascinated about you know, what I'm observing and really be comfortable in that um, role of observation. But it's interesting because you sent me a, a thing on um, Instagram about, being, I guess, being raised by a parent. I mean, my mother was that, where someone who was physically always there, but mm-hmm. uh, that was it. <laughs> and that, that was it. And, uh, you know, we, we get it. And actually my mother, my mother showed up for me and uh, so much was healed when I was getting ready to divorce. So thank mm. goodness we had a few years. We maybe probably had like a, a, we maybe had about four or five good years where I really felt parented and I really felt like I got that, those emotional needs, but I was in my fifties. So it's, really interesting to have experienced that. I think it was really great for her, really great for me, really great for the two of us. I was at peace when when she um, passed on Um, and so, so grateful because she really had the opportunity to show up in a way that she hadn't really uh, my entire uh, life. So, you know, your mom's still around. Yeah. So it might be interesting, you know what I mean? It might be very interesting, you know, and you're in your early 50s, so it might be very interesting that this could really shift, because I gathered that you were referring to your mom. Um, this mm-hmm. could really sh- shift into something more profound, and as we get older, we, like, hopefully we, we have the opportunity to let go of more things. You know, I'm gonna, and of course, um, being creatures of habit, they're only, they're only going to let go so much, and then they're going to let you know who's still in charge, you know, even though <laughs> um, we're grown-ass adults. Um, but that's, you know what, and let them have that. They, they went through so much. If that's, if that's what they need to, to feel intact or what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so... What made you think about that? Well, the the thing I sent, I, have, I, I brought it up because I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember I sent this off because I'm starting to do this thing where I, where I, if something catches my interest, um, and I think it's something that would be nice to talk about, um, whether it's with you or with Anna or with any of my friends, I'll just I'll send it. I'll send it along. Usually you can find it on Instagram, but this one is from uh, Mindful MFT, and it says physical presence with emotional absence can still be experienced as neglect. Absolutely. Um, and then, right. And then in the, and I think what, I don't think I necessarily thought of my, my parents or my mother right off. Oh, oh, um, that's interesting. I thought of mine immediately, so, Okay. <laughs> Well, in the comments, I mean, the the caption below from this poster is um, talks about having a conversation with someone recently um, where Mm -hmm. she was. I'm just reading this now where she was exclaiming that her parents were around all the time. Yeah, right. right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they Mm -hmm. were there. They didn't travel for work. They weren't out late at night. They were present. And that's the end of the quote. But there's a difference between physical presence and emotional presence. One without the other isn't enough. And when one or both are missing, a part of you at the minimum is being neglected. There's no contact Mm -hmm. with it, your emotional experience. There is no Mm -hmm. contact made with your internal world. There is no contact made with how you're feeling, what you're experiencing, Mm -hmm. what you're thinking and Mm -hmm. wishing for Mm -hmm. and caring about Mm -hmm. and celebrating and needing support around. Mm -hmm. Take that in for a moment. Big breath. Um, and I'm, I'm just I, it's interesting I don't think I was necessarily thinking about my parents but as I'm reading that I'm I, like, I get you know, it yeah part of it is I feel like my parents kind of tag team my dad had a strange work schedule so right. for a couple of weeks at a time none of us saw him during the waking mm-hmm. hours because he was at mm-hmm. work 
And then when, mm-hmm. by the time he got back, we were, we saw him maybe briefly for a moment, but then, you know, mm-hmm. we had to go to sleep and I'm sure he was, it was just weird. We just didn't see each other mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. for a number of years. And then he got busy with other stuff. So for, I would say in the early years, my mom was that person that was there. And I think she, I felt pretty close to my mom growing up. I mean, that mm-hmm. was me. I felt pretty close mm-hmm. to her. Mm-hmm. I, because of how my mom, I think because of how my mom felt with my dad's absence, I felt I felt her frustration with it. Sure, so I, yeah, yeah, I yeah. Through her filter of him not being around, um, mm-hmm. so then I kind of felt the same. I was like, okay, well, I feel the same way. So by the time I was in like say middle school, high school, I was like, yeah, dad's not around, you know, whatever. Um, but I think when I read th- when I read this first, I was thinking about. Um, me and my very, my very first girlfriend and how we, we were ah, friends. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. We lived together and we worked. She got me a job at the same place where she worked. In fact, the same department where she worked. And um, these are, you know, we're two Tauruses. <laughs> oh, and I think, I think she was just like, you know, we're, we're together all the time. And I'm like, but we're not. <laughs> Like it may seem like mm-hmm. it, but we are not like we're not really. We, I, I, I knew I knew I felt like we weren't really connecting, even though we spent all this time together. You know, like we were we were in the same spaces a lot, but it was definitely a routine. And I'm like, this is not quite something. I, and I don't think I had the a context or words to say, you know, I don't know what's going on, but I just didn't feel like we were connecting. So, but it, I remember her being so frustrated, like, oh, but you know, we're, but we're, we're together all the time. I'm like, mm, no, 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 no. So together. Where, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like, like, yeah, we can be in the same room, but that doesn't mean that we're doing and anything. Yeah. Sometimes that's what, that's enough for people. They think, well, look, I showed up. Well, that's not enough. <laughs> right. I, I use the restroom. Uh, so, I'm so we weren't, okay, that's we weren't really engaged in in stuff. And so the things that we ended up talking about, which was work, because we were at the same spot, then we'd have arguments about that because I'm like, I don't see it that way. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, so then, yeah. So it, and, and I say this, obviously, after, you know, decades later, but that that feeling, and I, and I guess I'm, I'm connecting it too. Like, well, what, what do you know? I mean, all every time I've showed up. I mean, any time I show up now, it's what I've it's what I've known, and what I was raised to think until I've somehow changed it, or or made it my own. So it, I, I've been thinking a lot about my previous relationships, and mm-hmm. and and definitely not always in the light where I'm always right. It's like whoa, whoa, let's look at this. For oh a God, no. You know, <laughs> this 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 period now it's. I wish it was about I'm right and they're not. No, it's, it's really the, not even the opposite that you want to put blame, but it's almost like if we don't take a hard look at this now, mm-hmm. what the hell, what are we doing? What the hell are we doing? If we don't clear this up now, what, we're going to drag it into the next life? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. So I think it's like self-examination. Anyway, keep going. Yeah. Uh, so I, I feel like at times, I think now with my parents, like my dad, my dad is is making that effort. I think he, he's always tried to make an effort in, in his own way. Like with us growing up and the way he was brought up, and the way my mom was brought up, he was expected to be the provider. I mean, that, mm-hmm. that was that, – that, that, that term, besides professional, yes. <laughs> marry mm-hmm. someone who's a professional – you know, your dad's a good provider, and he he was a an engineer of some Huge. sort. You know, so he fit these, these categories mm-hmm. that were that were important for my mom, and it was important for my mom to tell me that that's what she was hoping for me. Um, and I guess I don't know what kind of conversations she was is having with my brothers, but I'm sure she was. You know, you have to be a good provider, for, you know, or you have to mm-hmm. be able to do these things. Um, mm-hmm. So I, and I so I can appreciate that and I can understand that. I definitely question sure, a lot of but it. Trying to instill right, but trying to instill some values. Mm-hmm. And it's really mm-hmm. really interesting, you know, just as an observation, just from an observation perspective, where you have your middle the middle brother 
the middle child is an exceptional provider. Mm-hmm. Your eldest brother is really just on, just off the grid. Right. And then right. He's right, doing his own thing. He's doing his, own doing his thing. Bernie man, Bernie man realness, <laughs> and with that hair, and then, um, and then, and then. There's you, where by their definition, you know, unconventional. What was what was not traditionally um, expected, uh, right? From like from a you know from a daughter, much less the youngest child. Mm-hmm. So it's very very interesting to see sort of the pathways. Yeah, yeah, and I realize I'm I'm still fitting some of those bills for for the the, the youngest. Or the daughter. Oh yeah, you know. Um, but now that my mother is in her old age, um, I think over the last uh, when did I come out? Uh, since I've come out, there has just been mm-hmm. a gradual decrease in the sense of engagement. Like I don't, I don't feel like there's an opening to share things with her um, mm-hmm. that she can receive. Because I'll also say things, but she she she'll just be quiet about it. Um, yeah, yeah. To find a connection or a relatability, like it, it was it was crazy. Like it's almost like once I told my mother that I'm thinking about leaving this man, and then it's crazy because all, women all over the world that's what they'll they'll do their own underground railroad. Like it's crazy, and, and I've even given advice to to women where they're not <laughs> sure if they're going to stay with. And I'm like, you got to open your own bank account, and then you got to do this, and then you got to put away this money. All of a sudden, it's like this underground network of information, and the fact that I like broke the pattern, you know, to like get out of a toxic marriage, to to have the strength to do that. Then we were able to just connect, uh, and basically, she was technically, even though she was married her whole life, she was technically a single mother because my father was never there. So we were able to relate and connect on a very deep level. And I guess, unfortunately, for your mom, maybe she feels like, well, this is so unfamiliar to me, where if she went a little bit deeper, you're still mother and daughter, and you still have feelings, hopes, and aspirations, and you still, you know, we're all seeking the same things. Right. You know? Right. And who so, knows? Maybe. Oh, let me just say this one no, little no, thing because it just popped. It just popped in my head. Maybe. Oh, this is interesting. Maybe if you end up in a relationship with someone while your parents are still alive, which is very, very possible, and you get out of the sort of um, incubator phase, you know. <laughs> and with you, you all, that's like you know, it's a second date. But because um, <laughs> these 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 girls like to move fast, if you just check out uh, the Ultimatum Queer Edition, you'll see what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> but if you, but it could be really interesting and a beautiful gift, a beautiful gift of an opportunity, because now that you're, it's going to matter less to your parents because they're getting older and they they value what's important you know, which is love and family and, and the things that mean something to them. Be very interesting to see if an opportunity comes up that's catalyzed by you being in something significant with somebody special and they're around to wit they're around to witness that, to welcome this person into your family sort of so to speak and what mm-hmm. that looks like. That that could be very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. As an opportunity. Very interesting. Hmm. Just saying. That just popped in my no, head. I, I wanted to say it before it, it disappeared. I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. And, and I, like, I think my, I think my, I know, I think I know what to expect from my father, because he's just mm-hmm. so cool breeze about everything. And oh, he's so cool. What that? <laughs> um, so funny. And so I, I think it is this, this longing for uh, a connection with my mother that that yeah. isn't just you know butting heads or 
oh, you can't hear right. me. <laughs> you can't understand. So therefore, you do. Right. Not Mutual frustration. Right. 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 Um, but yeah, the, the whole notion of of physical presence, and and me just being aware of that, of you know, just even even in, in everyday life, people around me, um, my various relationships. Uh, you're right. I think there there are certain um, relationships where there is comfort in in what is just silence. You know, just just hanging out. Um, but even even that, at some point, I think. And then I think with some people, you you would like to have uh, a more meaningful connection. And I almost said conversation because to me that's a way to connect. Um, Absolutely. Uh, but I could also appreciate. If, this is something I remember from um, that I used to do with my my older brother, um, a man of few words. <laughs> We would mm-hmm. just sit and watch like Georgia Tech football. I, if I had a chance to just hang out and watch football with him, that's mm-hmm. that's how we connected. Where we could sit, we were fairly focused. I mean, and I'm just listening to him. He's spouting out stats, and, and it's all about his team. And you know, and I don't, I'll cheer for them. I'll, you know, I'll I'll, I'll cheer for for oh. my brother's team. But it's like, okay, well, you know, that's that's how we bonded. Because mm. that's what we could talk about. I mean, we could talk about other things, but it, but just to sure. have that, those moments where you're you're sitting in the same space and you're focused mm-hmm. on the same thing, and you can have a conversation about it. Um, mm. That's that was very rare for me and my brother. Other times we've had that that sort of connection is on road trips between Atlanta and Charleston, um, when you know mm-hmm. when people have the radio turned up the entire time. And we'll sit and chat. I mean, that's what it took for me to, to be able to connect with him because otherwise he was out and about. I was out and about. Um, so yeah. we had only a handful of touch points to um, uh, to to get together with um, or talk about. Uh, but I, I recognize that I'm like, well, that's I'm not going to have the same kind of conversations that say. Um, my two brothers had together because they are only 14 months apart. They shared, you know, a room together growing up. They kind of had, they try to travel in the same circles for a long time. So, you know, and they're boys, you know, going to, they're going to hang out and do things and they'll have much more to, um, to experience together. Usually they're trying to get rid of the little sister who's hanging out. Like, you know, I don't want to take care of her. (laughs) You know, you look after her. I I definitely got that. I understood that. That's fine. I'm totally Mm -hmm. fine by myself, you know, in hindsight, probably with, with my entourage of beings that were like endless. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But the idea of just, just because someone is around doesn't mean that there's a, an emotional connection. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really important because what, and I think just to go a little bit deeper, when I, one of my ways of reacting is to just shut down so then I can be physically present. Right. But emotionally. Oh, how interesting. Well, there you go. Mm -hmm. You know what? An image popped in my mind because you would talk about your mother loves, your mother loves to watch sports, right? Does she and your your older brother do that together? Um, Perhaps. Well, they share that in common though. That's interesting. Well, everyone in the house kind of likes sports to to some degree. So, Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's true. Yeah, you got your soccer. You got your women's soccer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know my mom would cheer for Georgia Tech. Right. Um, like, she watches, she got hooked on college basketball. So she would cheer for That's Georgia Tech. That's what it Tech was. Right. Unless, unless they played Duke, which was her favorite at the time. But That's she couldn't. Cute. She really could. She couldn't. She would just stay neutral. She claimed she would stay neutral. <laughs> when they, oh, that's They're, heavy. Just, they're that's in the same cute. conference, so they got to play each other. <laughs> like, okay, mom, <laughs> that's uh, that's really sweet. But um, so yeah, um, I'm I'm just paying attention to to these things, and 
And so, you know, when you mentioned that whole thing about, you know, if you got into a relationship, I'm like, yeah, that's, you know, like, I think I would be, I would be interested in that and seeing how I show up now. Now. Mm -hmm. Given all all the things that have happened or that have gone on and and the work I've been doing. Mm -hmm. um, So much work. Because I, you know, we, we talk about, the uh, the ultimatum queer edition and queer edition queer edition Lisa queer you're gonna edition. laugh Elisa Elisa I have to say this okay and I'm gonna apologize in advance oh boy oh boy but girl girl <laughs> so last night I'm flipping around so they have the ultimatum the French edition oh god so I watch it in French with the English subtitles. I just watched episode one. I'm kind of into it, just saying. It's all different couples. It's not queer. It's all different couples. I'm just getting to know them now. But they have our but they're just, Is it on Netflix? Yes, and they're in. It's girls on Netflix, and they're oh, and they're in Paris. And I'm just like, oh, this is so wonderful. <laughs> yeah. So just so I apologize, but just. You know, you mentioned it. I, I just, I, I, I yes. I, and I was laughing to myself last night because it was a, it was an impulse watch. I wanted to, I wanted to, I just wanted to watch a little, a little something, something before going to bed because I didn't want to go to bed too early because I didn't want to wake up at four in the morning. So I'm like, let me just find a little something, something, something. You know, a little bedtime snack. Let me just have a little. You know, let me. What's gonna go with my cookies and my milk? A little something, 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 something. And I'm like, oh. No, 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 no. And then I'm like, okay, well, let me watch the trailer. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's Europe. Oh, and they're not speaking English. Oh. And they're so fabulous. They're in power. Oh. Yeah, so. I just watched the first episode, though. So, yeah. so, oh, just, my goodness. Just, 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 just letting the homie know. Okay. Anyway, go ahead. So, so, so. You're referring to the queer edition ultimatum that we just saw. Go ahead. Um, if I had seen that, you know, 20 years ago. Right? What a when that was, it would have been. When that was my, when that was my age, you know, of a right. lot of these, a lot of these women who are getting into it. I'm like, yeah, that, I mean, right in the thick of things of the drama of um, mm-hmm. trying to make long-term plans Oh, uh, God. And, all the planning and you know Ooh. just thinking thinking you found the one because I certainly felt that I mean when you know what the one was but I mean when when it's the when one it's your time. first the one at the time right when it's your first mm-hmm. like first time falling in love I didn't fall in love until a lot later sure um, and so to to and and still because of that still being a, a little bit older but still naive in that in that category. Oh my goodness! Me it's too. like, well, I yeah. I don't even know the, if I've ever really been in love, to be honest. I don't really oh, know. Wow. Yeah, mm. I don't really know. Mm-hmm. And yes, yeah, I don't really know. And yes, yeah, I think because of an anxious attachment style, you know. So mm. I don't really know. I mean, maybe by comparison, but um, I don't really know. So anyway, well, I don't. That really is know. interesting. I, Mm-hmm. I, I think there are, um, for me, I think there were, hmm. I would say I know that I love the people that I was with. Oh, yeah, me too. Um, and in but situations, yeah. but, but that deep, 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 deep love, like I'm going to fight for you kind of love, no, <laughs> I'm not fighting for you. <laughs> I See, and for me, I, I think I, I think I felt that at least once. Um, no, again, I was always the one running away, na- naively thinking that's that's what I need to do, and um, right. uh, and again, given the lens of being a twenty late late twenty something year old, just like right. those women on on the ultimatum, right? Or uh, most of them. Some of them are a little bit older. Um, yeah, between I think twenty four and forty two, I think that's sort of the age, yeah. the age yeah. range. Mm-hmm. That you know, you're you're thinking you're just doing the best you can, 
and right and i think in hindsight you know you don't know what the best can be you don't you don't know what you don't know uh, so I can I can appreciate when people wait to get married because you know I like I I do these wine tours and there are usually a lot of women on there who have kids of various ages and I'm always surprised when I I see how young they are and they've got they've got the house and the husband and the kids and the job and all that and then oh, when they talk crazy. about things of course after a few drinks but when they're all just sharing with their friends it's like mm-hmm. there's there, there's still struggles and. Um, of course, and it, and it it is it's heartbreaking to hear when there are um, you know difficulties in a marriage. Um, yeah, and they're really trying, like they're, they're trying to figure out how to fix it. Yeah. But there's so much anger and resentment. Oh yeah, it's so toxic. That it's you know it, it really is difficult. I'm thinking, well, gosh, you know, how long have they been together? And you know, some of these they have. Uh, you know, older kids, and it's it's like wow. I, I for for you know whatever whatever my path is, you know, to basically be celibate it feels like for such a long time, and to not be right in a relationship. I'm like, well, you know, maybe that's what needs to happen. Like, I know I needed to work on me after after the last oh, one. Yeah. Not, not that it was so catastrophic, but I felt like it opened me up. Yep. In in a, in ways that, uh, in, in a in a very loving way, it was still difficult. But yeah, but like I I looked at the other person, and then as frustrating as it was, um, obviously any any time a, a relationship answers frustration, um, because it, because it wasn't going to work out, um, and because you knew enough about like I knew enough about these people that I felt like well I think there was a lot of good there, but it just is not is not working out is not lining up and maybe this mm-hmm. is how it is lining up is in that we're not supposed to make these really big plans of right you know a, a deeper commitment um a deeper let's plan to move in together which you know contrary to popular belief <laughs> the, only right. I, the only person i ever lived with was my very first girlfriend and but we were we had been housemates before anyway so That's right. we had kind of gotten that cohabitation thing kind of down, but right. um, uh, but it's a it is a big commitment. And Anna and I were having a conversation yesterday, um, which is you know we we don't we don't we don't always have chance to sit down and chat, but we had a, a moment at the at the dinner table just to just to catch up and chat. But we were just talking about being in um, being in relationship and. Um, you know, it's different when you are sharing space with somebody. Like you can, mm-hmm. like you, so like you know, you can be dating somebody, and you have you have your space, and she or he has you know their space. And yeah, that's essential. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's it mm-hmm. is different. I mean, I think about that with my parents. You know, they have this. They have their own house, you know. They kind of have set it set it up a certain way. It's it's morphed into many many different things over the, the however many fifty forty something years that they've lived in that house. Um, mm-hmm. And I've seen this with a lot of other people where they just you know you get into your little routine, which can turn mm-hmm. turn into a rut. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm, I guess I'm trying to integrate all the things I've been seeing lately between mm. crazy reality shows and then just whatever has been tr- triggering me to, to look a little mm-hmm. deeper uh, in hindsight, kind of in, in all directions or showing me like, it's not just looking at your past history, but mm-hmm. looking in, into what can you create, knowing what you know now. And, yeah. and, you know, so we know family is important, but the, the idea of family is that uh, you feel support and that you can support somebody too. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing is, it's it's because we are doing this. We are always evolving. We're ever changing. We're growing uh, in some areas, very maybe maybe really large leaps, and then other areas, it's like, well, just this, you know, this this little inch right here will do. <laughs> I guess as big as I can, as big as I can grow um, in this area. But it ends up being um, how how can you grow? with other people 
how well can you grow with other people? And some people are not going to be on board with dealing with the ups and downs of that because you're not going to grow at the same time. You're not growing at the same rate and in the same areas. No. Right. But is there enough? If, is there enough? Of, I, I was going to say love, and I don't know if that's necessarily the right word um, mm-hmm. because I don't think it's just about love. I think it's is there enough, you know, whatever, fill in the blank, patience, um, uh, consciousness. boundaries, consciousness, to, that's mm-hmm. a good word, um, mm-hmm. to see it through, even when it's like, ah, oh, this doesn't feel great right now. Um, and I think we have to really examine, because, because I've said it a lot on the show too, but if it doesn't feel good, then don't do it. But I think we we discount the experience of of pain, which we're all, we're all going to feel for different yep. things and at different times. Um, we 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 cannot, we shouldn't, I think, discount or the pain and the lessons that come from that because in avoiding the value, it, what, the value, there's, there's value. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. if if you avoid that particular situation, what else comes up? That well, of similar okay. vibration mm-hmm. that is mm-hmm. still going to get mm-hmm. you to look at the stuff that you don't want to look at. <laughs> right. Right. Because avoidance is just resistance, another form of resistance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and you feel yourself in resistance. It's like, okay, I need to soften this. I need to soften this. I need, I need to, to move through this. Mm-hmm. And get to the other side. There's something to gain. So just face it boldly, face it bravely. You know, with all your accumulated experiences, you've been through so much, you'll be able to right. handle whatever comes your way and destroy. Well, and I just made this connection as we're talking is that for me, it is about family. I mean, even with my numbers, like my my mm. first date equals a six. I mean, it's the path that I'm on. It is about family right. and it's about, you know, love and support and, and mm-hmm. everything that's close, you know, in my community. And um, it's that it's that feeling that for me, everything is, is happening. I thank God I have, I guess, thank God I have a big family because there are so many different types yeah. of connections that I can have. Um, mm-hmm. and, I've, and I look at my closest ones, like with, like with my mother and it's like, oh, it's so confounding to me. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. But the thing is like, she's, as she's grown older, um, you know, the things that have happened to her since she was a child that yep. were never addressed, mm-hmm. you know, that, that she never had an outlet to, or even, I think she not even given herself permission to talk about it. Acknowledgement, nothing. Acknowledge, right. Um, mm-hmm. That, you know, that's, I feel like it's, it's, uh, the right phrase I was going to use is set her back. It's held her back. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's better. It's held her back. It's kept her in a certain vibe that, mm-hmm. you know, has, has, I think, affected how she, can or cannot listen or receive mm. um, how it hardens right. her up. It hardens her mm. so that she, you know, she's stiff, you know, she's, um, mm. uh, she's got, you know, she's had to get replacements for, you know, knee and shoulder, you know, there, there's just things oh. that she, mm. shouldering the burden, not being right. flexible. That's interesting. Right. Being rigid. So interesting. Like Lola so, says, the issues in the tissues. The issues in the tissues. <laughs> She's always so true. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking at all that, and you know, I, I could say, well, yeah, I can say, well, I, I need to take a break from from hanging out with my mom because mm-hmm. because it doesn't feel good. But it doesn't mean that she's shut off from me or that I'm shutting her out. No. Um, because I think about her a lot. <laughs> of course. You she's know. a part of you. Right. So, again, like making these connections with mm-hmm. just relationships in general. So we're looking at mm-hmm. my family. Mm-hmm. 
and the extreme of, say, older brother just saying, done with the family. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she checked out completely, just complete Um, rejection. Yeah, not, not, not wanting to, not really wanting, he's, he's been very selective with who he's going to be in touch with and who he's going to invite in his life. I think about this and your, as a parent, the devastation of knowing that one of your children just completely just cut you out completely. You didn't do anything. You just completely for years and years and years now. Mm Mm-hmm. But they are talking to, like, your cousin, right? Like, um, Yeah. They, yeah. Yeah, but they will, so you know, well, at least you know that they're alive. Right. But to, to have that selectivity, that, I mean, think about, you talk, just a second ago just talked about certain uh, ailments with, with your mom. Mm-hmm. It, that is her firstborn. Yeah. It must kill her. Yeah. To live with that and to act like, you know, it doesn't bother her on the surface or whatever. I can't right. even imagine. That's that's a hole in her heart. Yeah. Yeah. It must hurt every Mother's Day, your father, Father's Day. Like, that. oof, that's mm-hmm. crazy. And if I stretch it back, I wonder about that connection. Um you know, like mother and son, mm-hmm. but then also, because I'm following it on my on my mom's side of the family, you know, with with her and the way she felt about her father. Of mm-hmm. I, whatever it is, I mean, she never felt favored. Um, you know, just how it working that back. If she puts so much emphasis on her son, her firstborn, mm-hmm. um, hoping that, because you know, I think we, we kind of bounce off what, what came before us. Um, Absolutely. And so I think with every family, it's like, oh, for, you know, our, our first child, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, but then within what, a few months, she was pregnant with another, another child. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. um, but I know that she put a lot of hopes and dreams on her kids to hopefully experience things that she never got to. And yep. I, I have a feeling that that's, that's her narrative is that, you know, we're doing everything for you. I think that's true for, yep. for every family, especially immigrant families. Immigrant we're going to do first, that's right. everything that's right. for you exactly. to do yep. what we couldn't do, what we weren't allowed to exactly. do. Exactly. Yeah, it's um, crazy. And then to still be shut out. That must hurt. Oh. You know, like there's this theme of, well, it's still not good enough. Right. I feel like, oh, that's where you have to get rid of that. <laughs> We've just got to yeah. overcome this. Got to get rid of it. Got to move through it. Just move yeah. through it. Like it's there. Just move through it. Move to the other side of it. Because... That is how we're going to be in a relationship, and I know not every relationship, every, every relationship has something that you're, you know, you're, it's going to come up. These, these dynamics yeah. are going to come up, in part because mm-hmm. you attract something that's going to be somewhat similar to what mm-hmm. you were brought up in. Yeah, either similar or the exact opposite, but then it ends up circling back around, and it's a, it's a, yeah. it's a dynamic mm-hmm. that gets recreated. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. I guess until you can acknowledge it and say, okay, why well, I. It's something I, I need to be able to work on. And so that's we come right. it comes back to, you know, when you're picking people that you want to spend time with, whether it's in a romantic relationship or a friendship or even family, it's like who who do you spend time with where you know you're safe, you're in a safe space, you can grow yep. um, with these people. And you can be that person that support them for whatever they're doing, and, and they can be that person to support you without it coming to that breaking point of, ah, you know, I hate you, you know, or <laughs> something uh-huh. something so extreme where it's irreparable or seemingly irreparable for this lifetime. Right. You know, we talk about people who burn bridges, and, and I think um, 
I guess there's a time and place for everything, <laughs> you know. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, like I feel with, even with you know some of my my closest relatives, if if they've been in relationships that have been incredibly harmful. Uh, but but you know, let's say even you know even even Anna, you know, with with her ex. I mean, they have kids together. So. Mm-hmm. The, that isn't something where burn a match, we're done because, and, I, and I've, I've heard yeah. of stories of people who have done that, who have taken away everything, you know, kids yeah. and all that, you know, and, yeah, it's and terrible. It, so we, we haven't, it's not at that point, And I don't think it will get to that point because these kids no, are so much older. And but, they're older now. And yeah, yeah. But I don't think that was necessarily, I don't know. I, it could have been the case, but it's, 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 it's oh, usually yeah. a lingering, it's a lingering threat. But, oh yeah, it's a power play that that's diminishing over time because the kids are getting older. So ha ha ha, right? It's not right. going to work anymore, right? But you know, I I see I see the there are two words that come to mind: the grace and the torment that comes with that type of situation. Mm-hmm. Because there's a yeah, lot of grace in how good words. Mm-hmm. my cousin has has handled herself. Oh um, my God, like a champ! Oh, and yeah, amazing. But I also see. She's human, you know. She she feels deeply. Oh, there's the a pain? lot of oh my god. Yeah, oh, there's geez. a lot of pain. Oh, oh. I know. Um, I'm still always amazed at at how at how she she has handled her situation. Um, you know, I don't. I'm not there all the time. I mean, I don't, I don't know how she. I don't know what kind of conversation she has. Um, mm-hmm. but knowing that even despite the conversation, some of the actions that she has chosen to take or not take, even though that was an option and a justifiable mm-hmm. option, yeah, I don't think I, I, don't, road. I don't think I could have been on that level. <laughs> amazing. Oh no. Amazing. Oh, amazing. <laughs> yeah. We have these conversations that I would learn from her perspective. She would learn from my perspective, you know? And I'm like, you're nicer than I am. Okay. Yeah. Good for you. I no. Okay, Dalai Lama. Right. Okay. Yeah. But that's I I, I respect and I applaud that. Yeah. Yeah. And I get this I get this in my head, like, well you can't you this is like from my people. You can't figure it all out at once. You have no. to you have to look at whatever is calling to you whatever's getting your attention and that's that's where you need to sit for a little bit and work through it right um and and again they're showing me an image of you know if you tug on one string you start to see where it connects to so many other things so if you mm-hmm. can fix not fix it like it's broken but if you can work through say mm-hmm. un- unravel it right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. then you'll have some choices as to where that thread leads and what's the, you know, what do you think you want to like choose your own adventure? Where do you want to go from here? Mm -hmm. But you can continue to just do that work. Usually a lot of it is unraveling of a huge knot (laughs) Um, of connections and situations and vibrations and people and and pain, you know, uh, emotions, Mm -hmm. Uh, that are all part of, you know, this thread, this knot. It's probably just like one single thread, but it's just all kinds of, you know, it's it, it's been through some stuff. <laughs> They're showing me yep. like, like, you know, uh, something that comes out of, the, out of the laundry and you're like, whoa, where did this come from? This <laughs> like knot of threads or whatever. It's just been wrapped up and you're having to, well, decide the value of it. Right. I threw out some really old pillows, like throw pillows. I've ha- probably had for over 20 years. <laughs> and not that I was using them a lot, but I'm like, oh, I, I found them recently. I was cleaning out some stuff. I'm like, oh, I should probably just throw these on a the wash. And one nope. of them, one of them just came apart. So there's like filling everywhere. All of yep, of course. And the other one wasn't wasn't torn but I'm like I'm not gonna deal with it. No nope. just gonna nope. I think it's it's his time. So I yep. bagged it up, 
threw it out. You know, had to clean up the stuff that was in the in the machine. Um, but I'm like, oh, yeah, like these things will happen. That's so and symbolic. <laughs> you've got to decide: is yep. it worth is it worth salvaging, or is it really just time to let go and make space? Oh yeah, I've been doing so much of that lately, just from um, what had. We had so much apartment drama uh, mm. from last, late last summer, and I just went from, you know, one crazy schedule to the next and one crazy relationship blowing up to the next and everything else. So I'm, like, really putting up, resolving all those things and throwing out so much. And very interesting because uh, yesterday my um, son, one of my sons got together with uh, – their dad, and coincidentally, I had uh, boxed up these um, photos and just framed art, things that were his, and I'm like, give this to your father. Mm-hmm. You know, I just, I don't, yep, yep. I cleared out, like, the rest of um, belonged to him, and I put it very neatly, um, pictures of of are there are any pictures that he was in like with the kids whatever that went in there there was a picture of the only cruise i ever went on which i didn't love, I remember but that yeah was, yeah i'm like okay spongebob okay kill me <laughs> uh pictures of us on a cruise and then i think pictures of us when we went to uh niagara falls i didn't even i, I it was like the envelope I didn't even open the envelope to look at the pictures. I just, I just start, I don't want to see us happy family. Not, um, I, yeah, all of that. I just put in this neatly in this plastic container, threw it in the bag, gave it to my son. Yeah. So very, very symbolic. Just if it's falling apart, get rid of it. If it doesn't belong to you, return it. And that's great. That all ties into this clearing that we're all, um, feeling right now, just this letting go, creating space, even even without knowing how that space is going to be um, newly occupied. It doesn't right. matter. It doesn't matter. We don't have to wait, like, let it go, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah. it's like, I, yeah, it's like I'm doing a little bit every day. I know I won't be done by the time I, I go back to work, um, and I knew it was going to take a long time. Um, when we had a deal with two floods and um, this other apartment issue, which was devastating, all at the same time, um, and way too busy for me to, to deal with it. I'm like, I have the rest of my life to get it together. It's okay. Just do a little bit every day because there were months where I couldn't even touch it because I was just too busy or there's too much going on. So that's it. No time limit. You know, and the paradox is we might feel like, oh, we don't have enough time. We don't have enough time. And I'm flipping that to I have all the time in the world because it's just this incarnation that I'm in. There'll be another one. Hmm. Yeah. I hope it's an upgrade (laughs) or (laughs) maybe I could be someplace else and not over here. (laughs) Um, You know, I like to travel. Um, Yeah. But I, I like that mindset of, no, there's all the time in the world. I don't want to get caught under, into that paradigm where, okay, I'm just going to turn into no lady and die. No, we're not doing that. Mm. I want to feel like I have all the time in the world. I don't want to run away. I just want to face everything. Right. But with all right. the time in the world, I want to flip mm. that switch. I'm flipping it. I don't want to get caught caught up on that. You know, where all of a sudden, without even realizing it, oh, that I inadvertently checked out in living this life because society said that it was time for me to check out. Who said? <laughs> Very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I wonder if we just pick a quick message for the day. Oh, okay. That's perfect. Good way to end the show. But that was, I loved everything that, you know what I mean? Like the these quiet conclusions you know what I mean? They're very <laughs> profound, but they're quiet. Yeah. Because it's what it's it's what right. It, it feels that way to me. Yeah. Um, 
Let me find a database. Okay, I am ready when you are. So this is for everybody. Pick. Okay. Okay, the uh, number for this message is 511. Here's the message. Yourself with tender consideration. Take a step back and a breath. Instead of impulsively reacting, check in with yourself through the heart. Hmm. Wow. I'll send it to you. Gift yourself with tender consideration. Take a step back and a breath. Instead of impulsively reacting, check in with yourself through the heart. And when we're talking about relationships and communication and interaction, which is what we've been talking about, this is great guidance. So that's perfect. <laughs> Five one one. Really perfect. <sighs> Well, we start off with a five, which is about growth and change and expansion. Mm -hmm. And and also the five is, is the experience of it all. We, we don't always know what's going to happen. We, we, the five comes on, you know, the foundation of a four of having plans. But beyond that is like, well, I, don't, I, didn't, I didn't know about that. You know, there's usually a, a lot of that, like, oh, I thought it was going to be this way, but now it's this way. And a five is usually a, a bit of... A bit, it can be a bit of chaos sometimes because there's like you weren't or so many unexpected things. But for the most part, it's meant to get you to go beyond what you thought you were going to do. Um, unfortunately, we're usually kicking and screaming, right? But but sometimes people mm -hmm. are like, oh, woohoo! This was this was even better than what I was hoping for. So sometimes it's right. that. But what's interesting is we get the one twice. Um, so the one is the center of it. It's you. It's this. It's the ideas that you have and wanting to move it forward, um, but it's not. It's it's not as unstable because there's another one right next to it. So sometimes I read it just like you know five one one and then that's it. But it could be five eleven, right? Where we're mm, looking at mm. we're looking at the master number. We're looking at um, this inspired action, um, but it's also supported. There's right. There's something else there, and so now we're not. It's not the impulsive. Oh my gosh! Like there's there's support and there's um, uh, there's more of a, a a groundedness to the next step, and and it ends up being a seven, which is about which is about going within. It is about uh, taking these moments and taking you know being smart about it, being um, selective about it. So you're, you're figuring out things within first before you take it out and you, and you right. act. So the, those numbers totally make sense. Like I said, it ends up being a seven and that's, that is that number of, of faith, of spirituality, um, uh -huh. of mystery. And ultimately it gets you to the next level which if you go from a seven to an eight, this is about stepping into your power um, mm. and, and not stepping into it, not just stepping into it, but also moving it outward so that you're actually, you're, you're, you're able to affect and inspire a lot of other people because mm -hmm. you're not going to do it by yourself. It, it's, nope. it's getting everybody together on that to build something great <laughs> and bigger than yourself. So I love it. Yeah. Nice. What a cool message. Great message. I'm glad you suggested that. And great conversation. Yes. So if any of you need to get a hold of us, you can send an email to LOABlends at gmail.com. And we are scheduled to be back on the air this coming Tuesday at 8.30 a.m. United States Eastern Time. Care of yourselves and each other. And as always, let the light do the work and two brighter days ahead. Love you. Love you.
me that you like. 